0: always good day and welcome to this very special edition of the UEFA Champions League podcast for today Tuesday the 31st of May 2022 and wherever you are doing the listening from across the multiple cities of the world whether you are in the USA on the African continent North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the Calling platform and across all other multiple platforms as well. With yours truly, Philip Alimo, and I've got immense love for sports. And undoubtedly the greatest club competition on earth, the UEFA Champions League. On today's episode, we'll continue with the concluding series of Carlo Ancelotti's journey to becoming the first manager to win a league title across the top five leagues in Europe and Four Champions League titles. So, wherever you are, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. But as you sit, relaxing, and enjoying this episode, please do not forget to share this episode and the link to the UEFA Champions League podcast. With your friends, family and network. And tell them to download the calling app. It's available on Android, on Apple Play Store and also on the internet. And to subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast. On today's episode, we'll continue with Carlo Ancelotti's journey. In our last two episodes, we look at his journey as a player and coming down to the point where he began his managerial career across Italy and coming all the way to France, Germany, Spain and England and not just going to these countries but making a meaningful impact across the top five leagues in Europe. Today, in our last part of Carlo Ancelotti's, Jenny, will look at the point when he returned to Real Madrid and what happened. He returned to Real Madrid a year ago and a year down the line he's led them to their 14th European Cup and UEFA Champions League title and their 35th La Liga title. But just before that in our last episode We spoke about how Carlo Ancelotti guided Chelsea to winning the Premier League in 2009-2010 season. We'll hear more from Carlo Ancelotti after guiding Chelsea to win the 2009-2010 Premier League title.
1: Carlo, to be champions in your first season at Chelsea, what does that mean to you? It's
2: fantastic. It means that... uh... I think that we did our best, I did my best for this club and also the player, I found a fantastic atmosphere in this club with this supporter, I think that we deserve uh, for what we did uh, during this season, during this championship, was a difficult championship because we had a fantastic opponent, but I think that we deserve to win and we are very happy naturally.
1: Does
2: it make you even happier to score over 100 goals, the most ever, to do it in style? Oh, no, there are a lot of things. Really, we are happy for this record. We are happy for year uh, for that uh, is a top scorer. But uh, the most important thing, that I think that we show a good play, and uh, we did enjoy about all was our fun with our play. What's the most important
1: part of the season, the reaction, after losing to Inter Milan in the Champions League?
2: I think that, uh, yes, uh, that, that was the, the worst uh, moment. I think we had a very good reaction and we closed uh, very well uh, uh, the championship.
1: Ever since you've been here, people have been comparing you to Jose Mourinho because he was the last coach to win the title here. In terms of establishing your own history, how far does this go today?
2: I think that Mourinho did a fantastic work here. He won uh, two titles consecutively. This is my first, and I hope to do the same uh, that uh, did Mourinho.
1: And what would it mean to go on and do the double to win the cup?
2: Yeah, now we have another great opportunity to win the double. I hope we... I
0: hope that they might play a recovery after the celebration. Congratulations, Carlo. So that was when Carlo Ancelotti won his first Premier League title with Chelsea as a manager in his very first season. Didier Drogba, in an interview, was asked to choose between Moreno's 2004 2005 Chelsea as against Carlo Ancelotti's. 2009-2010 winning squad and this is what Jose uh, Didier Drogba had to say on Jose Mourinho and Carlo Ancelotti and coincidentally Jose Mourinho when he left Chelsea he was replaced by Carlo Ancelotti when Carlo Ancelotti joined Real Madrid in his first stint he replaced Jose Mourinho so let's hear from a player who has had the opportunity to work with Jose Mourinho and Carlo Ancelotti to tell us what he makes of the two managers, but not to take anything away from the two managers. Undoubtedly, they are outstanding and they remain one of the greatest managers in the history of the most beautiful game that we all love, soccer. Let's hear from Didier Droga.
1: Interesting questions coming from a Chelsea fan. If Mourinho's Chelsea team of two thousand four two thousand five took on Carlo Ancelotti's double winning Chelsea side of two thousand nine two
3: thousand ten, who do you think would win? Wow, um, well, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Can't on the fence.
3: <laughs> it's difficult. You uh, I mean, you were... <laughs> in both ways. I enjoyed. I enjoyed playing. But uh, in terms of of scoring goals, I would say two thousand
4: ten. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was an extra. I think you describe it in uh, in your book as one of those amazing moments, like uh, like being in a power shower. You just press the button, the water flows.
3: It was yes. that was like that for you in scoring goals. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, of course, when you have players like Deco, Balak, Maluda, Kalu, Anelka, Jokol behind you, you know, you you just enjoy, you just enjoy, you just make the, the, the right run, and yeah. they give it the, the ball is always coming.
0: So that is. Didier Druba describing his time with the two coaches and he said he enjoyed the season he worked with Carlo Ancelotti because as a striker he scored a lot of goals. Carlo Ancelotti unfortunately the following season was sacked and Carlo Ancelotti was sacked after Chelsea shortly by Chelsea shortly after a 1 0 defeat to Everton on the final day of the 2010-2011 Premier League season. Having won the double in his first season, Ancelotti failed to deliver any silverware in his second season and he paid the price. Let's hear from Carlo Ancelotti's final interview as a Chelsea manager.
4: Carlo, would you agree that was a disappointing performance to end the season?
3: It was not not a good performance. I think it was difficult to find the right motivation for this game because... Um uh, we reached uh, already second place and so we're difficult but we, we could play better the ball in the second half. We were we had one more players but we were not able to to add a good control of the game. We considered a goal and we finished the season disappointed but reaching the second place was not so bad. Everton didn't have much motivation either but they played well. Yeah, yeah, they played well, they played in focus with a lot of concentration, they played a good game, a ball when they were in 10 men.
4: Why weren't you able to impose yourself as a team when they were down to 10 men?
3: I, I said because uh, until two, two, two weeks ago we were involved to fight for the title. and we lost against Man United. I think that we lost a little bit of concentration, a little bit of motivation.
4: In terms of the overall performance, there's no doubting the players tried. Have they underperformed towards the end of the season? Sorry? Have the players underperformed towards the end of the season?
3: Today they, they didn't play well. I think that they, they, you have to judge the season. This player tried to do their best We were able to do a lot of time. But, uh, we didn't play with continuity uh, during the season, but sometimes we played really well at the start and also at the end of the season.
4: Everton lost a player. Was Alex perhaps a little fortunate not to be sent off as well?
3: No, I don't think that Alex needed to be sent off because it was a normal fault.
4: And in terms of the goal, was Jermaine Beckford a little bit lucky or does he deserve credit for, for keeping going there?
3: Oh, I think that uh, our performance today was not so good. We didn't deserve to, to win or to draw. I think that uh, <coughs> they play stronger than us. And they...
4: So the season's over. What's next for you? I mean, do you have a meeting with the club to talk about the season?
3: Obviously, we will have a meeting. I don't know when. I have to wait. Now the decision is uh, the club can judge uh, my job. I can think. After that, they will take a decision. We have to wait, but we did not arrange it until now.
4: Obviously, the club will judge your performance. How would you judge your performance over the season? Last year, last year was really good. What do you expect to happen, though? I don't know. I wait.
3: I wait and see what happens.
0: So that Carlo Ancelotti's final interview as a Chelsea manager. I will be giving you more on Carl Ancelotti's reaction in his first stint with Real Madrid as the coach of the side in 2014. But I will be telling you more about him on his second stint with the club. Just after that, then we will go to take his reactions on his first stint with Real Madrid. On the 1st of June 2021, Carlo Ancelotti resigned from his position at Everton to rejoin Real Madrid after Zinedine Zidane resigned as manager, signing a contract until 2024. On the 19th of September 2021, Carlo Ancelotti reached the milestone of 800 league matches as a manager with clubs from the top five European leagues. On the domestic front, he delivered two trophies out of a possible three, winning the Spanish La Liga and the Supercopa de espanol As such, Carlo Ancelotti won all six available top trophies at Real Madrid, in addition to becoming the first manager to win all of Europe's top five leagues. In the UEFA Champions League final against Liverpool, a lone Vinicius goal sealed the 14th European Cup for the Los Blancos and Carlo Ancelotti's second in charge. Real Madrid also claimed their fourth ever European double. With this win, Carlo Ancelotti becomes and became the first manager in history to win four UEFA Champions League title. Carlo Ancelotti praised Cristiano Ronaldo ahead of Real Madrid's Champions League tie against Liverpool in November 2014. Let's take Carlo Ancelotti's reaction on Cristiano Ronaldo ahead of their Champions League tie against Liverpool in November 2014.
3: Every time that I have a press conference, I have to speak about Cristiano. So, you are... you are new for this, but uh, last time I said that uh, it's difficult to find uh, a new word that to describe Cristiano. I think he's a fantastic player, a fantastic professional, and, and uh, that's it. And uh, I think that uh, I, uh, I said that when Cristiano play, it can be that we start one meal. Could be a joke, no? could be a joke, but
0: it's reality. It's actually real. It's not a joke. So Carlo Ancelotti says when Cristiano Ronaldo plays, his team, at the time, Real Madrid, they start on the right foot with a 1-0 victory ahead, even before kicking the ball. And this is in 2014, several years down the line. Cristiano Ronaldo is the topmost goal scorer in the history, and in the history of professional football on earth. On Earth. So, Carlo Ancelotti, as far back as 2014, was not wrong on his assessment of Cristiano Ronaldo. Real Madrid's wait for La Decimal finally came to an end when they won the 2014 Champions League. Real Madrid were on the verge of defeat as they were losing to neighbors Atletico Madrid before Sergio Ramos scored an injury time equalizer. They then went on to score three goals in extra time as the game ended 4-1. Having won the Champions League as a manager with AC Milan in 2003 and 2007, Carlo Ancelotti was the man to deliver the elusive 10th European title for Real Madrid, dubbed the La Decima. And this is Carlo Ancelotti's reaction after winning the La Decima with Real Madrid in 2014,
1: Carlo, can you tell me what does it mean to be the coach to finally land La Decima for Real Madrid?
3: I'm very proud, very happy. Well, I, was, I think this cup is a little bit special because special for Real Madrid to win the, the Champions number ten uh, was very important. We had the uh, lucky to we had the lucky to, to be here to work. For this club, uh, at the end to win this competition so very, very proud. Be honest, it was
1: deep into extra time. The equaliser. Did you think it had gone?
3: I think we had, uh, we were a little bit lucky because we scored at the last minute of the game, and so we were lucky for this. But I think the last 20 minutes of the game were good for us. We tried to <clears throat> to to draw the game at the end. We were able to do. What do you think won you the game in the end? What was it that won it for you? I think that uh, when we scored, I think psychologically we were really good, and they, they went down when they they lose the opportunity to win the championship at the last minute, and then there the change was uh, the game was changed. Also, do you think the,
1: the momentum switched you? Also, it took all the oxygen out of them completely. Sorry. When you got the equaliser, it took all the oxygen out of them.
3: Yeah, of course. <laughs> because they were dead after, when we equalised uh, the last, at the last minute. Uh, the, that goal uh, gave us uh, a lot of energy and take out the energy from Atletico.
1: And you now join the late, great Bob Paisley, now three yeah. times as
3: a coach. What does that mean to you? I'm really happy also for this, but uh, uh, it's an honour for me to be... Uh, to equalize this fantastic manager, but uh, I would like to continue.
1: In all your times as a player and as a coach, have you ever known a more tense occasion than this?
3: A lot of occasions. I think all the games, you have a tension, you have pressure, and uh, of course in the final, the final is a little bit special, but the tension is normal. You sat
1: there thinking, I'm just seconds away from not being the coach of Madrid next season, and all of a sudden, psh, it
3: changes. No, I think that nothing. Will, uh, nothing will change. Uh, I, I was the manager of Real Madrid before the game, and uh, it doesn't matter if we win or we won, we win or lose this game. I was the manager at the same. Carlo, many congratulations. Thank well, you, thank well. you very
0: much. So that was Carlo Ancelotti after he led Real Madrid. To that elusive 10th European title in 2014. But one player whom Carlo Ancelotti was very fond of and signed during his time at Real Madrid and also followed him when he was signed as manager at Everton is Colombian international James Rodriguez. And we'll take Carlo Ancelotti's reaction and what he makes of James James having stayed in the FIFA 2014 World Cup in Brazil with Colombia, James Rodriguez moved from Monaco to Real Madrid after having a very brilliant tournament in Brazil James made his first Real Madrid or made his Real Madrid debut as they won the 2014 UEFA Super Cup against Sevilla. This will be the first of three wins when Carlo Ancelotti signed James Rodriguez and this is what Carlo Ancelotti had to say on James Rodriguez Real Madrid debut. And this also answers why he later on signed him when he was manager at Everton.
1: Big new signing playing tonight,
3: James Rodriguez. How do you think he worked with Bale and Ronaldo? I worked well. I was the second half. The first half he had some problems, but the, first, the second half he was uh, more relaxed on the pitch. He showed uh, good quality and uh, also cross played uh, really.
0: So now you understand why Carlo Ancelotti signed James Rodriguez when he moved to Everton. We'll continue with the rest of Carlo Ancelotti's story. So, what is the personal life of Carlo Ancelotti like? Carlo Ancelotti has two children, a daughter, Katia, and a son, David, who works as his assistant coach. David was his assistant coach at Everton and now also at Real Madrid. David previously also played in the AC Milan youth team and joined Bogo Manero, in June 2008 in 2008 Ancelotti confirmed in an interview that he had broken up with his wife of 25 years Luisa Gibellina Gibellini he subsequently dated Romanian Marina in 2011 it was announced he was dating Canadian businesswoman Marian Barina Maclay. Ancelotti and Barina Macley married in Vancouver, Canada in July 2014. In May 2009, Carlo Ancelotti's autobiography, I Prefer the Cup, with a word play by Ancelotti on the Italian word copper. That stands for both cup and a type of cured, cold pork meat cut. Which is produced in Ancelotti's native region of Emilia Roma Gina was published, with all proceeds from sales of the book going to the foundation. All the sales and proceeds from his book went to Stefano Bogonovo's foundation, which is prominent for the founding of research on a particular disease which is the literal psychosis in his last season with Chelsea Ancelotti had to travel back to Italy on a regular basis to visit his 87 year old father who was in poor condition with diabetes and other issues on the issue this is what Carlo Ancelotti had to say I don't have a problem managing the team for this reason it's difficult emotionally when it is your father but this is life i have to do my best to stay close to him but this is the life his father sadly died on the 29th of september 2010 aged 87 on the 31st of january 2019 carlo ancelotti became the grandfather of twins lucas and leon born to his son's David partner, Anna. In February 2021, Ancelotti's home in Crosby was baggled and a safe stolen by two male offenders wearing black clothing and a bala clavas. The safe was later found dumped in a car park near Thornton. It had been forced open and stripped of its contents. In terms of Carlo Ancelotti's career statistics, so at the international level, he featured for the Italian national team from 1981 to 1991. In Hall, he had 26 appearances with the Azuris of Italy and scored only one goal. That goal was on the 6th of January, 1981. All the way in Uruguay against the Netherlands in the 1980 World Championship Gold Cup. The results of that game ended 1 1. As a manager, this is Carlo Ancelotti's record as of matches played till this day, the 31st of May 2022. In his time at Regina as a manager from the 1st of July 1995 to the 30th of June 1995. He played 45 games as a manager, recorded 17 wins, 16 draws, and 12 losses, with a percentage win of 37.8%. In his time as, at Palmer, as coach of Palmer from the 1st of July 1996, To the 30th of June 1998, he played 87 games as a manager. His team won 42 of those games, drew 27, lost 18 with a total win percentage of 48.3%. During his time as manager of Juventus from the 9th of February 1999 to the 17th of June 2001, His Juventus side played 114 games with him as the coach and manager of the side, recording 63 wins, 33 draws, 18 losses, with a percentage win of 55.3%. In his time as manager at AC Milan, from the 6th of November 2001 to the 31st of May 2009, he managed 420 games. With AC Milan, his side won 238 games, drew 101 games, lost 81 games, with a percentage win of 56.7%. In his time as Chelsea, as at 1st July 2009 to the 22nd of May 2011, he managed Chelsea and Chelsea played under him and during his time at Chelsea, he played 109 games with Chelsea in all competitions, won 67 of those games, drew 20, lost 22, with a percentage win of 61.5%. In his time at Paris Saint Germain, where he was the manager from the 30th of December 2011 to the 25th of June 2013, he played 77 games. As a manager of the side, winning 49, drawing 19, losing 9 with a win percentage rate of 63.6% in his time at Real Madrid. That is, this was his first, his first thing at Real Madrid from the 25th of June 2013 to the 25th of May 2015. He managed his Real Madrid side in 119 games, winning 89 of those games, drawing 14 of those games, losing just 16 across all competition with a percentage win of 74.8%. Bayern Munich in his time as manager of the side from the 1st of July 2016 to the 28th of September 2017. He managed Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, he managed Bayern Munich in 60 Games winning 42 games, drawing nine, losing nine with a win percentage of 70 percent. At Napoli, he was Napoli coach from the 23rd of May 2018 to the 10th of December 2019. He managed Napoli in 73 games across all competition, recording 38 wins, 19 draws, 16 losses with a percentage win of 52.1%. In his time at Everton as manager from the 21st of December 2019 to the 1st of June 2021 he managed Everton in 67 games in all competition winning 31 of those games drawing 14 and losing 22 with a win percentage of 46.3%. In his time at Real Madrid From the 1st of June 2021 till today, the 31st of May 2022, he has managed Real Madrid in 56 games as a manager in all competitions, winning 39 of those games, drawing 8, losing just 9, with a total win percentage of 69.6%. His career total in terms of games managed, he's 1,227 games in total as a manager since he began coaching. And his total win as a manager is 715 victories and also recorded 280 draws as a manager and 232 defeats as a manager with a total percentage win of 58.3%. In terms of his honors and achievements. As a player. He won the Italian league title. That is the Serie A. In the 1982-1983 season. He was a copper Italian champion. In the 1980-1981. 1984 and 1986. With AC Milan. He also won the Scudetto. In 1988 and 1992. With AC Milan. He also won the Supercoppa Italiana in 1988 with AC Milan. He also won the European Cup in 1989 with AC Milan and 1990 with AC Milan. He also won the European Super Cup in 1989 and 1990 with AC Milan. And the Intercontinental Cup again in 1989 and 1990 with AC Milan. With Italy, he won bronze at the 1990. World Cup with Italy. As a manager with Juventus, he won the UEFA Intertoto Cup in 1999. As a manager with AC Milan, he won the Scudetto with AC Milan in 2004, the Coppa Italia in 2003, the Supercoppa Italiana in 2004, the UEFA Champions League in 2003, also the UEFA Champions League in 2007 and was a runner-up Into the 2005 UEFA Champions League. All with AC Milan as a manager. As a manager again with AC Milan. He won the UEFA Super Cup in 2003 and 2007. And the FIFA Club World Cup with AC Milan in 2007. With Chelsea as a manager. He won the Premier League in 2010. He won the FA Cup in 2010. And the FA Community Shield in 2009. All with Chelsea. At his time at Paris Saint Germain, he won the French Ligue 1 with Paris Saint Germain in 2013. With Real Madrid, he won the Spanish La Liga with them this season, 2021 2022 season. He's also won the Copa de Rey in his first stint with Real Madrid in 2014. The Super Copa de Espanol, he also won it in the 2021 2022 season with Real Madrid. And his time with Real Madrid is, He won the Champions League. Remember the La Decima. That was the 10th European Cup. Which was very elusive for Real Madrid in 2014. And also led Real Madrid to their 14th UEFA Champions League title. And his 4th Champions League title with Real Madrid this season. Which is the 2021-2022 season. He's also won the UEFA Super Cup with Real Madrid in 2014 in the FIFA Club World Cup with Real Madrid again in 2014. With Bayern Munich, he won the Bundesliga with Bayern in 2017 as a manager. The DFL Super Cup as a manager with Bayern Munich in 2016 and 2017. In terms of individual accolades, he was the Italian coach, the Serie A coach of the year in 2001 and 2004. He won also the Pichina, the Oro in the year 2003 and 2004 he won the league 1 manager of the year award in 2013 this was a joint award he also won the IFFHS World Space Club coach in the year 2007 and 2014 he is also a recipient of the European coach of the year the Alpha Ramsey award in 2003 he was also a recipient of the Globe Soccer Awards Best Coach of the Year 2014. In terms of the in the Premier League, he was awarded the Premier League Manager of the Month in November 2009, August 2010, March 2011, April 2011 and September 2020. Again, at the Globe Soccer Awards Best Media Attraction in Football, he was awarded that award in 2014. In 2014, he was awarded the Enzo Bezo- Bezot Award in 2014. In 2014, he was the FIFA World Coach of the Year runner-up. The year 2015, he was awarded the Miguel Munoz Trophy. And in 2014, he was inducted into the AS Roma Hall of Fame. In 2015, he was also inducted into the Italian Football Hall of Fame, as well as the AC Milan Hall of Fame, which I believe is deserving of it in italy he was he's he was given he's been knighted in italy which is the fifth class award given to outstanding italians this was in 1991 in nine in 2014 he was also again given an official award which in italy is named as the fourth class again in the order of awards given by outstanding italians as always it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode and edition of the uefa champions league podcast i hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as i have and on this note i wish you well i wish you good success in all your endeavors and pursuits don't stop winning never give up keep pushing and remember It's not over until it is over. Also, do not forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast. Keep sharing the podcast and keep telling your friends, family, loved ones and network to subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast on the Calling App, on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Until our next episode, It's bye for now.